and welcome back to Field Notes, a podcast from Red Wings Horse Sanctuary. Each week in Field Notes, we expound upon a horse care topic raised in Sounds of the Sanctuary, and I sit down with one of our Red Wings experts to find out more. In Sounds of the Sanctuary this week, I spoke to Sarah, one of our vets, and nursing manager Lou, all about Sanctuary Star Audrey, and the specialist care that she has needed and how this has included a stay on one of our wood chip paddocks. Therefore, I thought we'd dig a bit deeper and discover why these paddocks are such a well-used resource here at Red Wings and how they contribute to our horses' care. this week I'm having a chat with one of our vets Sarah and Sarah has appeared in Sounds of the Sanctuary this week talking about one of her favourite patients and residents in the Harlem Red Wings lovely Audrey and now we're going to be talking particularly about a particular resource we have at Red Wings that's really important and was actually used as part of Audrey's care and that is our wood chip paddocks and we sometimes refer to them as our wood chips and we sort of speak quite casually about them here at Red Wings but for some people they might not actually know what they are and what we use them for so I wonder, Sarah, if you can kick us off by just saying, what are our wood chip paddocks? So our wood chip paddocks are a really vital resource that we have here at Red Wings. And they are kind of a halfway house between a stable for a horse and being out on a grass paddock. We have varying size um, wood chip paddocks, but they're an area that is fenced off and then surfaced with wood chip. Mm-hmm. Um, and so some of them are sort of the size of two or three stables and some of them are significantly larger than that mm-hmm. so they are areas where the horse can be out and able to move around a bit more than they would be in a stable they can see each other over post and rail fencing yeah. they can see the outside world a bit more than they can in a stable but they're not out on grass mm-hmm. or in contact with sort of wet moist grass material or mud as well yeah. so they are sort of a facility that we use for lots of reasons but often progression from for a horse that maybe has been on box rest before we turn them back out onto a a big field with the rest of their group Mm -hmm. that they normally live with or maybe somewhere where we might put a horse who isn't very happy to be put in a stable but actually needs to be off grass whether that's because they can't we don't want to let them eat the grass currently for whatever reason or whether we don't want them out in the mud and the wet so mm-hmm. yeah and we'll start with miss audrey because she is a star and always has been why was a wood chip stay so important for her so obviously for our dear audrey she spent a lot of time as we've already talked about in our horse hospital having care for her feet she suffered from a, con- a condition called canker and it's really important when horses have this condition that their feet are kept, you know, foot hygiene is really good. So kept nice and clean, nice and dry, um, not allowing any sort of ideal environment for bacterial breeding. And obviously bacteria love sort of moist, mm-hmm. warm, not very nice conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, in, in the mud, which we just 
cannot avoid in the, yes. the winter in yes. England. Yeah. Um, a field is not an ideal area for a, a horse that, or pony that has canker. So for Audrey, obviously she spent quite a lot of time in a stable and, and Audrey was a really good horse and she didn't mind she being box rested. She liked a bit of special yeah. care and pampering yeah. <laughs> um, and was quite happy to spend a rainy day in a stable. But she, she also really appreciated you know, when it, it wasn't rainy and it was nice weather, being able to have some turnout from mm-hmm. her stable onto a nice dry wood chip surface paddock without letting her feet get moist and wet and damp. She could, you know, have a bit more movement, not be so restricted in a stable, but also not able to, also able to go out somewhere where it wasn't going to make yeah. her feet deteriorate. Yeah. So good for her veterinary care, but also for her mental well-being. Absolutely, as well, yeah. To be able to see her neighbours, yeah. Able, so, like you say, interact over the fence, and so really, really important. And it certainly sounds like they're a really vital tool for you as one of our vets to be to have that option to put a horse on a wood chip paddock. Sounds like it's really useful. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it enables them to have a little bit more exhibit a little bit more normal horsey behaviour. I would say so. We can always quite often we'll use them for an area where we can put a horse who like Audrey has maybe been away from a group Mm. for a while we can bring a friend from the group that she Mm -hmm. hopefully is destined to go out and join onto a next door wood chip so that they can meet you know over the fence start a process of getting to know each other and now they might not be the ideal place to integrate horses because obviously resources you know you haven't got grazing out Mm -hmm. there Mm -hmm. but they're a really great place for them to meet over the fence they can have a little groom over the fence if they want to they can meet each other but in a in their own sort of safe boundary of not actually Mm -hmm. being in with each other to start with so on top of the the great reasons that we have them for sort of veterinary care the mental well-being of you know the horse that doesn't necessarily need to be quite as restricted as they are living in a stable can have a bit mm. more ability to walk around and express normal horsey behavior yeah. than one who's confined to a box if yeah. they don't really need that confinement so mm-hmm. we talk about wood chips in this in our most recent appeal and one horse that you've sort of talked about in that is Trixie now can you tell me a little bit about Trixie and why a wood chip paddock was absolutely crucial for her time in the horse hospital Yes, so Trixie is a a really special little pony. She has come into the sanctuary with quite a lot of issues when she first arrived. So she's had hind limb lameness problems. She's also got a lot of sort of behavioural issues. So she has a really extreme phobia of needles. She Mm -hmm. really doesn't enjoy sort of veterinary intervention, really. She's very good to handle and very normal to handle otherwise, but needles are not something that she copes particularly well with despite lots of intensive handling from our our behavior team and she you know she's come on a long way but we really want to try and avoid putting her in those situations Mm -hmm. if we don't need to so couple that with a, a pony that has lameness problems as well she also has some skin issues so she's a a skewball trotter Mm -hmm. pony who has white legs um, and notoriously her her white pastons do suffer from quite nasty paston dermatitis in in the wet winter months when it's muddy and horrible in our fields Mm -hmm. in everyone's fields Mm -hmm. just wet and horrible in in England really (laughs) so so yeah so she struggles a lot with paston dermatitis on top of having some hind limb lameness issues and I think probably coincide with her nature of being a bit needle shy and quite worried about 
just situations that she's not used to. She really does not enjoy being stabled. Mm -hmm. So she's a horse that really finds being confined to a stable very stressful. And although she doesn't necessarily show that outwardly, so she's not the sort of horse that you put her in a stable and she'll box walk and box walk and call and call. She's not that kind of horse. But we found with her that when we have had to stable her, if she's been really very lame or unwell for other reasons, she's been in a stable for maybe sort of 48 hours and then she seems to have a colic episode. Mm -hmm. And I suspect that that is just, she's stressing internally and working herself up. She maybe probably doesn't drink as much as she should when she's stabled because she's stressed. Um, And whether the two things have potentially been coincidental, but it's happened almost a bit too many times now for us to think Mm -hmm. that it's, you know, a complete coincidence. So for Trixie, we are especially because if she colics, that will then lead to potentially needing to inject her. We are very keen to not have to put her in a stable. Um, So the wood chip paddocks for Trixie have just been an absolute lifesaver for her. So when her pastons flare up and her skin is really sore, we're able to bring her with a friend off of her field. She can go out on a wood chip paddock with one or two other friends. She's calm, she's happy out there, she's not stressed, and we don't have to worry about whether that's going to lead her to have Mm -hmm. a a colic episode as well. Yeah. So for for her, it has been absolutely essential, really. Yeah, Yeah, and that does just go to show that, especially for us here at Redrooms who have horses that might not be used to a routine of being stabled like a horse in a a a leisure home. home, that they are as crucial as they are. And I mean, testament to that, we've got them at most of our Red Wing sites, haven't we? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, honestly, from, you know, I visit most of the sites fairly regularly as from a, a veterinary point mm. of view, and it is very rare that I go somewhere and all of our wood chip paddocks are not in use. Yes. So yeah. they're, you know, not, not only for ponies like Trixie who can't really be stabled or, or aren't happy in a stable, Ponies that like to come with friends that get yeah. sort of separation anxiety and things like that, they're really useful because it's a you know, it allows us to have a bigger space where we can bring a couple at a time, a bit like we do with Trixie, and that's much less stressful for them than leaving their their herds. And then the, the other veterinary aspect of why they're so amazing for us is for horses that have had conditions like laminitis, where mm-hmm. you know, maybe they've done some time box resting they're recovering from whatever the problem was but we maybe don't want to let them out on a grassy paddock Mm -hmm. straight away you know 24 7 from being box rested 24 7 so again like I was saying at the beginning they're a bit of a halfway house we can let those horses have more space to move around more space to be sort of normal pony behavior they can have a trot they can have a canter Mm -hmm. on our wood Mm -hmm. chips but they, you know, we might be able to limit how much grazing they have or they can go out and have a little bit of turnout on a grass paddock for a couple of hours a day, which is what we often do with our recovering yeah. laminitics, mm-hmm. and then come back and spend the rest of the 24-hour period on the wood chip so that we can control how much grazing they're allowed yeah. to have. And so they're, they're really often used mm-hmm. in that respect as well. Potentially um, an issue that people that put horses out there in the world might be able to relate to are they quite useful for weight management as well yes yeah so absolutely and I'm sure there's lots of listeners out there who are um having their own battle mm. as I do with my own ponies yes. as well yes. um to to manage their weight successfully and it's just really hard when ponies are turned out at grass you have really very little idea of how 
much they are eating you know and your your greedy cop probably shuffles in <laughs> quite a lot more mouthfuls than yes, you know a, yes. a thoroughbred who's yeah. surveying the environment yes. and talking to its friends and you know not but, just thinking food food yeah. food food yes um, and also that you know the little shetland who barely surfaces yes. for air yes. so it's very hard to know when they're turned out at grass how much they're eating if we have them on a, on a wood chip paddock so we're not you know restricting them and confining them to a stable which is often you know it brings in issues with boredom and stress and things like that if they're on a wood chip they can exhibit some of those normal horsey behaviors but we can control exactly Mm -hmm. what they're eating so we know what we're feeding and we know how much calorie we're putting in we weigh our forage here don't we yeah absolutely for for horses that do need that sort of yeah you know intense weight intense diet regime like you say being entirely in control of how much is going in must be yeah really yeah and you know we really see it's it's a little bit of a two-edged sword because obviously by putting on the wood chip you are restricting Mm -hmm. their how much they're ambulating a little bit and how much energy they're expending walking around on the paddock but you're not restricting them completely and so when we can like calorie control the diet we do tend to see much better Mm -hmm. results Mm -hmm. because like you say we're weighing their forage to the pretty much to the gram where you know controlling obviously ensuring that they're on balances and they're getting everything that they need substituted Mm -hmm. but yeah for the ponies and horses that are really struggling with losing weight again that's another reason Mm -hmm. that we use them here at red wings yeah and i think the appeal also mentions a case that we have of a horse that had sand colic yeah again it's that control isn't it of being able to control exactly it's we're controlling what we're feeding them and crucially with the sand colics which being in norfolk who you know is always going to be a problem because we have sandy soil here when they're on a wood chip paddock again it's that allowing them to be not confined to a stable out perhaps with other friends seeing a bit more doing a bit more moving a bit more but not grazing off sandy soil so we can ensure that they're not currently taking on any more sand while they're in that recovery period Yeah, yeah and we're hoping that you know they've they've overcome their you know acute colic issue and then we're hoping that we're treating to pass the sand that's maybe built up and caused the problem but we're whilst trying to pass that sand we're not accumulating anymore and that is the yeah the key yeah so really you know you've done a fantastic job of showing why they're quite so important and something else as well is once we've built them they have to be sort of topped up and maintained don't they and i wonder if you could just sort of tell us what Obviously, they go through quite a lot, don't they? The wood chips go through quite a lot. They, you know, the horses live on them twenty four seven. So, I guess, does it mean being wood? Does it sort of degrade? Yeah. So exactly that. There, like I said, I, I rarely go to one of our red wing sites and see empty wood chip paddocks. So they are really heavily in use because yeah. they are such fantastic facilities, mm-hmm. and yet they're a natural product. So, like anything natural over time there is you know a a degrading process and that unfortunately is probably accelerated a little bit Mm -hmm. uh, you know by their horses and they're out there and they're weeing and they're pooing on the wood chip and obviously doing what they do do. um and that probably i you know i'm not an expert but i suspect that accelerates the degradation process on top of you know we we poo pick regularly because that's really important so when you're poo picking invariably you know the guys try really hard to not Mm -hmm. take any excess wood chip surface with the poo but you you know you're always going to lose every every time a a, a tiny chip here and there um and the you know over time i guess the chips break down into smaller pieces and eventually with rain and bad weather 
over a long period of time you end up with a slightly more sort yeah. of mulchy yeah. wood yeah. surface than yeah. the wood chips as they started yeah. so yeah. so they're a fantastic facility but yeah they do need yeah. replenishing and restoring yeah. and invariably you have some horses who you know have a little run around or a little dig because they're you know maybe it's our dieter diet club who are snuffling for every last strand of forage bless them um who you know they do have a little route around in there and they dig things up and and just because they're so heavily used they you know they just do get worn down over time so they do need replenishing yeah and for all the reasons you said why they're so fantastic and that they're clean sanitary yeah. and everything it's really important that we keep them that way. yeah exactly so you can continue to so use them for the veterinary reasons that they're so so useful i mean i think you've t- touched on everything and yeah it certainly sounds like they make your job easier perhaps oh a hundred percent make yeah. our job easier you know yeah. there's there aren't many sites that don't have many wood chips at red wings but the ones that don't you know you, Literally yesterday, I was at one of our sites saying, I wish we had some more wood yes. chips here. Because yes. it's just such a fantastic yeah. thing to, you know, whether it's a, a pony recovering from a sand colic, whether it's a recovering laminitic, whether it's somebody suffering with skin conditions like Trixie, they're just always really yeah. useful. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I value them greatly yeah. and wish we had more of them. Tons. <laughs> Tons. Yeah. You could probably not have enough of them. <laughs> Well, thank you ever so much, Sarah. That was really interesting. And like I say, something that we might casually have mentioned on the podcast before, but never actually really explored Yeah. why we sort of almost take them for granted, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Them. But they are this fantastic resource. So great to hear from you just exactly why they are so special. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. As we mentioned in our interview, our woodchip paddocks are the subject of our winter appeal and you can find out more on our social media platforms or on our website by searching Home for All Appeal or you can text HEAL10 to 70450 to donate £10 to help us maintain this life-changing resource here at Red Wings. Like always, we couldn't provide any of this without your support So thank you for tuning in to listen and for helping us help horses like Trixie and Audrey. Goodbye.